Hold on to those Afterburners, Fire Nation. A JLD here, and a welcome, bienvenidos, to episode 1790 of EO Fire, where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. And if you're ready to accomplish that one big goal, the Freedom Journal will get you there at thefreedomjournal.com. Now, let's chat with today's featured guest, Moran Pobear. Moran, are you prepared? to ignite yes i am Jordan, yes. i'm excited moran is an investor he's looking to buy and invest in good businesses and people he's now on his path to own more businesses than richard branson moran take a minute fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life dude yeah so i started a few businesses from scratch more than 10 years ago now and in the end of the day, I just didn't like to do the day-to-day work in a business. Um, I realized that I'd rather own businesses and be a shareholder in businesses versus running, managing, and just do, in my opinion, boring and repeatable stuff. <laughs> and yeah, I just decided, that, hey, I want to be like the guys on Shark Tank. And that's my word right now, just buying and investing in businesses. And it's the most fun I, I had in business um, ever. So let's uh, get a little more personal. Where are you at? What's going on in your life? I'm in Tel Aviv in Israel. Um, very sunny here, but I'm constantly all around the world just traveling, looking at different businesses, different deals. Um, this is literally the perfect business, in my opinion, for people who are ADD. We just want to be involved in many things at the same time because I have the opportunity to just be involved in different sectors, many different people and amazing, amazing people. Some of the people I talk to are people who have been business owners for 10 or 20 years, and I try to give them a a great retirement opportunity. So um, I love it. Now, where did you get the initial capital to invest in these businesses? That's something people don't understand. Um, You don't have to have a lot of capital to buy a business. Um, The richest people in the world, I don't care how much money you have in your bank account, the richest people in the world, the way they build wealth is by using other people's money. Um, In the end of the day, your personal net worth or cash is going to end up. So obviously, it's it's awesome if you have capital to play with, but it's not a must. It's similar to real estate deals. You can do real estate deals without your own personal capital. And you can start a business without a personal capital as well if you are resourceful and you have the, the right strategies. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to basically... Ideal, the ideal deal for me is to buy businesses using the business assets to finance the acquisition costs. And obviously, if, if there's a missing link and we need to bring in capital from home, then we obviously um, consider that and do our due diligence if it makes sense. Fascinating. Well, I'm excited to learn more about this because I think this is a topic that is very, very misunderstood by the vast majority of entrepreneurs, myself included. And I think it's a great opportunity, Fire Nation, for you to think about alternative ways uh, to create wealth in this world. You know, it's not always by being that person with the nose to the grindstone making that thing. It can be, you know, helping other people make their things with your area of expertise. And what would you say today, Moran, your specific area of expertise is? If you could just narrow it down to one thing, what are you great at? I would say I'm great at building myself deal flow of great deals. I just have great network with great people who always send me um, great deal flow. So I have the opportunity to just look at many, many deals and just pick the best ones. How do you get to build that type of network? Like what is one key thing that you did that allowed you to get the type of network and relationships that you have now? 
I think the to summarize it in one word in a nutshell is is value. I, I really do my best to add value to people. Um, I'm I'm very fortunate and grateful to have amazing amazing mentors, and some of those mentors are people who I literally just added value either in a business way or sometimes just in a in offering to buy them lunch like literally that's sometimes all you need to start a relationship okay so buying lunch is pretty basic and and that's cool and i'm glad that that is a great way to add value but give us a specific way that you added value to somebody that's kind of outside of the box like think of a specific time that you added value where you really think it turned out well that you think that we would find unique and cool i had a marketing agency and one of my mentors is someone i basically told him hey I'll do the marketing for you. I'll work for you for free, basically. Um, something that costs thousands of dollars for someone else. I'll do all that for free. I'll do whatever you want for free. All I want is your time um, whenever you can. Either bring me to your meetings, have calls with me. And uh, I was really fortunate to sit with that person who is a, uh, and, and I still am, is, is a partner in a very large VC firm. And I just sit with him in his meetings, in his um with his partners, with people who want to pitch him ideas. And that's how I learned. And obviously, I spent fortune, small fortune on different mentors and courses and things like that. So it's all combined in the end of the day. Fire Nation, entitlement is one of the worst attitudes that you can have as an entrepreneur. You need to go to people just you know, with a genuine open heart and say, hey, I'm looking to add real value. These are the ways that I can do it. Let me do it now for free to prove myself. I mean, do you know how I got my CPA, Moran? Do you know how I got my lawyer? Do you know how I got my designer and my web developer? They came to me and they said, John, we love what you're doing. Let us prove that we, want, that, we, that we deserve to be part of your team. Let us do work for free. And they did, and they were amazing. And you know they've been part of my team for years now. And, and I've done the it. same for other people and other things. And now I have those, these relationships and partnerships. You know, like when Tim Ferriss, when I heard that he was first going to launch his podcast, I reached out and said, Tim, if there's anything I can do, anytime, you know, just let me know. I'll, I'll, jump on, I'll jump on a cell phone call. I'll make it happen for you. And he took me up on that. And we were able to build a relationship through that, which has been a huge benefit for for me. So think about that, Fire Nation. It is absolutely huge. So besides other people's money, Moran, uh, which is how you know, you've know you just kind of dropped a great value bomb on how you can acquire a business and, and build wealth, what's something else that we don't know about acquiring good businesses that as entrepreneurs you think would be really helpful for us to know? I wish I knew that, that first of all, it's even possible to buy you know a, a million dollar business, even if you don't have um, capital to work with and like I mentioned before, you can use the business assets to finance the acquisition cost. Well, kind of walk us through then a specific example yeah. of that. Like, what does it look like to acquire a $1 million business with their assets? Yeah, so obviously it depends on the deal, right? Um, if the, first of all, let, let's, let's assume that the, the best case scenario, the business is profitable, making money. Let's say it's making $1 million in sales, around 200000 in uh, in net profit. Each business, um, again, depends on the industry. They got their balance sheet. They got assets on the balance sheet, on the balance sheet, things like receivables, inventory, um, sometimes real estate, obviously cash. I can go to financial institutions and literally just Google financial institutions for your industries or just Google asset-based lenders for um, niches that you're looking for. And there are hundreds or thousands or literally per niche of people you can go to and tell them, hey, I'm looking to buy that business. Here are the assets that I got. How much can you loan me for those assets? And there's no personal risk. That's another misconception that people are just afraid to, to do those loans because they think they're going to sign personal guarantees and things like that. You don't have to do that if you don't want. You can use the business 
assets as collateral for your loan, which will allow you to go and start negotiation with the business owner. And and that's just the beginning. I mean, that's before even considering things like um, structuring milestones for the business. So for example, you can pay a certain amount on day one when you buy the business uh, versus you can structure the deal where most or some of the payment is going to be structured over a few years, um, either based on the business profitability or revenues, all about milestones that you agree on. And that's called, um, there's different things you can consider, but you can structure a deal with uh, deferred payments or earnouts. Um, I can go as, as deep as you want with me on this. Yeah, no, it's really fascinating. And maybe what we can really do is you can send me um, some articles or some case studies that you've done or maybe that you've just read that you think would be valuable for our listeners that want to do a deeper dive, can maybe learn and read, maybe a couple blogs to follow, et cetera. So we'll have some great content for you, Fire Nation, on the show notes page because we are actually going to now shift to your story, Moran, because you know you weren't always on this path to own more businesses than Richard Branson, and you've had the ups, you've had the downs. Take us to what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. What's that story? Oh man, I, I had tons of those. I, I just got have to, get to mention that, and I'll just say that the people who are ahead of me in life, what I figure out is one of the main things is just they failed more than me. And I, it's the huge, huge lesson that I, I try to to work on, to just go and fail. Uh, but for me, the biggest thing, I think, and just because it was so um, picantic, you can say, I had a business that I bought, one of my first deals before I even knew about this word of, of deals too much. I bought an app company, I turned it around, and the app got to be in the top 100 apps in the app stores. Um, I'm talking more than 100 countries in the Apple App Store. Um, we used to rank next to really, really high companies and, and huge companies and apps like Kindle. And one day, basically, Apple told me that I can't have that app on the store anymore just because they came with their own version of that app. And my app was just, it's a very simple app. We just used to give people tips on how to use the iPhone productively. And now if you, anyone who got iPhone, they got their own version of that and yeah, that's basically a million dollar business that was gone in one day. And I, I, I definitely learned a lot from that. So uh, that's, I think, the, 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 at least the, the most picantic story I, I can give. And looking back, you know, now knowing what you know, Moran, what would you have done differently? And what's the biggest lesson that you want to pass along to our listeners? I'd say two things. One of them is, and that's something I learned um, a few years later from one of my mentors, is that the, the, the best time to sell a business is now. And I don't care what happens in your business. If your business is going up, that's the exact reason you need to sell to your potential buyer of why you should sell in the business. And I learned that you only make real good money when you sell a business. Uh, but then I think, looking back, I'm just thinking I could have skipped the startup phase and I could be like the guys on Shark Tank, obviously in a, in, a, in a smaller way, but today I didn't need to wait too much to build too much experience or to, to, do, to, to have too much of a capital to start becoming an investor and someone who owning businesses and can own multiple businesses uh, versus just running and operating one specific business day to day. Great stuff, Moran. And I kind of want to shift now to another story in your journey. And this one's going to be one of the great ideas that you've had, one of those aha moments. So you've had a lot, but take us to one. Tell us that story. For me, it all comes back to this because I spent so much time trying to build businesses from scratch. 
And again, I, I look at TV shows like Shark Tank, like The Profit, and I love those TV shows and Dragon's Den for the UK and the Canadian <laughs> versions. And man, I, I loved it. I, I just wanted to be like those guys. And I wish I knew I could be like them, you know, earlier. And all the books out there, all the courses out there are talking only about starting a business, at least the ones that I came across. And what most people don't tell you is that most up, most startups will fail. I don't know the exact stats, but it's like 90 plus percent will fail in the first five years. Then those who, who make it in the first five years, most of them will fail in the first 10 years. And uh, I wish I just had the opportunity to to go and know that it's even possible to buy a business. And uh, for me, I just think it, it really came up to me realizing that my goal is building a lifestyle and great income versus building like the next Facebook or Instagram. Obviously, that's that's an amazing thing to do, right? If you can, if you have a great idea like that and you can do that, by all means, do that. But I'll just give you a, a small, small example. Sure. So I have, I have many friends who are, and I'm starting myself as well, who are, investing in startups or angel investors or even in the VC world, in the venture capital world. But when you're doing those kind of investments, my friends, the angel investors, and even me when I'm getting into this world now, I know in advance that nine out of 10 will fail. So it's like going to the casino and just knowing in advance that nine out of 10 bets will, you're going to lose that and you're still going to do that, right? I'm just saying it's not a must to be that one who's fighting to be that one out of 10. And again, it's, it's really up to, to the individual, right? For me, just I think becoming an investor, being involved in many, many things at the same time, for me, I just found out uh, as much more fun. Where do you go to educate yourself in this industry on identifying and owning different businesses? I tried all over the place and I, 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 I literally paid multiple six figures over the last um, two years, I think only. And I paid as much as I can. I read this many books as possible. Like, like I said, I found, I tried to do my best to find mentors who are doing this day to day because most of the people who are doing this day to day, they, they, they don't teach that. I mean, they're worried and focused on actually doing deals on investing in businesses or on basically their only day to day job is to find more deals and find more capital. That's, that's a deal maker world. And yeah. I just did everything I can to just go out there and be next to them. Do you have a book or two or a website or two that you could point our, our listeners to that might want to learn a little bit more? I would just check everything related to corporate financing. I think that's great. Literally everything in that world, if you could bring those ideas to the small business world, um, that would be a great, great start. Everything in that world is basically what we're doing. Um, everything you see in the corporate world, in the, the big business world, in the public companies world, it's the same thing that I'm doing day to day right now. Like if you even look at the business, biggest businesses in the world right now, like Facebook, the way for them to grow is by growing by acquisitions to, to, to meet their shareholder demands. You got to grow by acquisitions by going and buying other companies. And that's why they're doing acquisitions like, um, um, Instagram and WhatsApp and all those things, because otherwise you just can't grow as fast as you want organically or just uh, internally by bringing in more uh, products or um, uh, marketing and sales. Uh, you can just go and buy a business and, uh, and literally grow by decades worth of um, sales in, in one day just by buying companies that have synergies with you and cross-selling opportunities. So I'd say go and learn those the big guys and just try to implement the best um, that you can in the, in the small business world. 
And you have to look at real world examples of businesses who have decided not to sell and are, are paying for it. And some not brutally, but it's, it's happening. You know, for instance, you know, Snapchat, you know, was offered a huge price tag from Facebook and they said no. And, you know, they had their reasons and, and they're still doing fine. I mean, they're doing some really cool things. But guess what? Facebook said, OK, we're going to turn Instagram into Instagram stories and we're going to essentially copy everything that you're doing and have a much bigger fan base. And I know a lot of my friends and other peers have have made the leap and completely abandoned Snapchat because Instagram stories is just a better place for their audience, et cetera. And you know, you have to think and know that Snapchat is definitely not experiencing the kind of growth that they would have had that not happened. Um, or if you know they had gotten accepted by or they had accepted Facebook's offer and Facebook hadn't turned Instagram stories on, then you know, Snapchat would just be growing by leaps and bounds because they would essentially be the only game in town with infinite amount of money just growing them and making them bigger and better. But you know, that's the decision of the founder and the owner and you have to just weigh those decisions carefully. And these are the type of value bombs, Fire Nation, that Miranda is going to be dropping in the lightning round. So don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back after thanking our sponsors. My definition of a lifestyle business is one where you decide the hours you work and who you want to do work with, but it can be a struggle getting started with so much information out there. What if I told you there's an opportunity to enter the world of business consulting with a complete system ready for you to run with? If you're a business consultant, coach, or advisor, or interested in becoming one, then you should check out ConsultX. ConsultX is an online cloud-based application that has all the training you need to become a successful business consultant taught by experts who have been in the profession for over a decade. Start your free 14-day trial today by visiting consultx.com slash fire and clicking the free trial tab at the top of the website. No credit card required. That's consultx.com slash fire. There are a lot of things that have me fired up right now, like going from success to significance and my health. These may or may not be of interest to you, but I know something we can all get fired up about is rewards. Allow me to explain. You work hard to create the business and lifestyle you want, so why not have a credit card that works just as hard as you do? This is an offer exclusively for business owners. Get the Marriott Rewards Premier Business Credit Card and let your business take care of you for a change. With 80,000 bonus points after you spend $3,000 on purchases in your first three months from account opening. With tons of great benefits including a free night stay every anniversary and five points per dollar spent at participating Marriott hotels, you'll be rewarded in more ways than one. Here's an idea. Hire this card and put it to work for you. It's time to get down to business. Learn more at MarriottPremierBusiness.com slash fire. That's M-A-R-R-I-O-T-T PremierBusiness.com slash fire. Moran, are you ready to rock the lightning rounds? I am. Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Nothing, man. I, I just hated too much having a boss. What's the best advice you've ever received? I want to go with two quotes I try to live by. So one of them, the first one is, hell on earth would be to meet the person you could have been. I wish I knew where I heard it the first time, uh, but it, it literally changed my life. Um, so just do something with your life. Don't waste it. Uh, and the second one is 99% of your life isn't spent in the achievement of a goal, but in the path to that goal. So make sure you enjoy that path. Try to you know, just enjoy your day and, and try to enjoy every moment. Otherwise, you, you just waste it in your life as well. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? <laughs> I have two here as well. I'll, I'll do that quick. One of them, um, and it helped me tremendously. I wish it was more, uh, more out there, but 
the releasing negative beliefs that I have in my sub- subconscious mind. Um, and I use different spiritual mentors that I worked with. And the number two is um, just pick a, pick a goal, pick a mentor, find whatever action is taken and do that consistently every day, no matter how you feel. If you could recommend one internet resource, what would it be and why? For me, it would be reminders on Mac. It, uh, I'm sure there's something for Windows, but I just like to set reminders that will motivate me, uh, make me more focused, grateful, and sometimes just asking myself good questions throughout the day helps me a lot. Recommend one book and why? One book. I'll, I'll throw a quick three ones. I think it's a must, <laughs> must for everyone. So Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Power of Now, and The Compound Effect. Those three books changed my paradigm like nothing else. And I wish I had the option to find more books like that will change yeah. my, my, the, my the way I look at life so much. Have yeah. you read The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson? Yeah, very similar to The Compound Effect, yeah. right? He was actually the mentor of Darren Hardy. So Darren Hardy was kind of inspired by Jeff Olson's Slight Edge. Really? Yes. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Amazing. And I've been hearing the power of now so much recently with my past guests and honestly, like not before recently. And this book's been around for a long time. So it's very interesting that this book seems to be having a big resurgence in the entrepreneurial community. So definitely check it out, Fire Nation. And Moran, let's end today on Fire Brother with a parting piece of guidance the best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye if someone who's listening got an existing business who potentially want to sell it or if you want to get into this world of buying businesses like i'm personally happy to give someone equity if he's willing to help me um and, and i'm happy for him for him to watch my bag so um yeah just feel free to email me i'm not out there too much just email my personal email is moan m-o-r-a-n at my company name it's abdassets.com and a parting piece of guidance for me, it really comes back to the two quotes I, I, I said before. It's about finding a way to enjoy today. And at the same time, don't forget to do your best to, to grow, to become the best person you can so you could give as much as you can. I think that's something you need to focus on. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with MP and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Type Moran, that's M-O-R-A-N. In the search bar, his show notes page will pop up with everything we've been talking about today. Best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. And Moran, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks for having a great time. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Moran today. And from accomplishing goals to launching podcasts to creating funnels and uh, webinars that convert, I have four, count them, four free courses that are awaiting you at eofire.com. They're also free. I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Exclusively for business owners, get the Marriott Rewards Premier Business Credit Card and let your business take care of you for a change with 80,000 bonus points after you spend $3,000 on purchases in your first three months from account opening. Learn more at MarriottPremierBusiness.com slash fire. That's M-A-R-R-I-O-T-T PremierBusiness.com slash fire. If you're a business consultant, coach, or advisor, or interested in becoming one, then you should check out ConsultX. Start your free 14-day trial today by visiting consultx.com slash fire and clicking the free trial tab at the top of the website, consultx.com slash fire.